What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Late Night Drive. My name is Ellie Schnitz. I'm Michaela Oakland. And we are live and alive in our car Stop. today. Are we getting right into it? Are we right into it? What am I supposed to do? Well, how am I supposed to keep going on without addressing the fact that, in fact, I am alive and living? Please address that you only have months to live allegations, <laughs> the allegations that you're trying to do what's on your bucket list before you pass away. <laughs> Can I set the scene here? Because I'm like about to go to bed. Sure. I'm in my bed. I And this is last night? Yeah, last night, three in the morning, two in the morning. I don't remember. Sometime really Amazing. late. Um, I was reading a webtoon. I was like, I've got to stop. I was almost asleep. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to check Twitter again real fast. It, okay, it's confusing because it was like randomly on my feed. It was like so randomly on my feed. It wasn't from you addressing it. It wasn't from like anyone I know addressing it. It was just a screenshot of someone saying that you were bad for going to a concert when you're disabled. <laughs> so let, let's start from the, let me start this from the yeah. top. Let me explain what happened. Yeah, please do. So four, four years ago. Yeah. Okay. Let's set that stage. Four years ago. Four years ago. It was probably May of 2020. Mm. I made a tweet being like, you know, in the future, all you'll have to ask on dating apps is like, did you wear a mask during the pandemic? Because it'll tell you everything you need to know about that person. And for some reason, again, a tweet from four years four ago, years yeah. ago starts going going around again. Like people are re retweeting it and stuff. I don't know if it was on like a BuzzFeed probably. list or like what so the hell happened. an Instagram meme page or a TikTok Sure. Whatever. Something happened. And then somebody screenshot. So people were like, whatever. And I was like, that's annoying. And then somebody screenshotted that tweet and then screenshotted a tweet of mine from a year ago <laughs> when I was at the Taylor Swift concert. They're digging and again, for all of years, this content. For all of the <laughs> three Nothing recent. <laughs> three years in between this, mind you. And I, where I was like, I'm at the Taylor Swift concert. Yeah. And or something. And they were like, how it started, how it's going. And I think the account is called like anti-maskers tweet or something. Wait, um, the pers- I thought the person was like a very pro-masking person. Yeah, I think they are. But I think they're like calling out anti-maskers oh, or like something like that. So they're that, like trying to. Which I'm like, I am not an anti-masker. Like, I don't understand what's going and on sort here. sort of trying to liken but, it to yeah. being an anti-vaxxer type situation. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, so they, they did that. And then this, what did the original tweet say? The original original or the woman that was like. The the woman. She was just saying like, and this person is disabled. So it's so funny how far people will go to seem normal, even when it's putting their lives at risk. So she like something along the lines. She of, said she's disabled yeah. and she's in stage four kidney failure. And I'm like, where in the hell? Because mind you, I think people who listen to this podcast are aware this is not something I like to talk about. I've probably spoken about it on once. Twitter I one time. No, I checked. It's only the one time. Literally. And it was only because you had mentioned how you needed to get the IVs for iron and people kept being like, maybe you should drink more water. You should exercise more. And you were like, guys, I'm, <laughs> I was like, no, it's because of my kidney disease. And that's literally all you said. So either, by the way, this woman follows me. So I'm assuming she followed you as well because you would have to to even like that's not a casual tweet of yours even that would have like that? gone on to other people's pages that have never heard of you before you know what I mean like she had to have been yeah. a follower of yours and then she also said you're on the you were on the kidney list and I'm like the only time we've even like mentioned that was on the podcast she so said, does she listen to the podcast or is she just guessing that she said that that's that's also where I'm like Huh? Yeah, but she she said um, somebody was like, "Sorry, she's in what?" And she was like, "I know she's in um, or she's in end stage kidney disease, and she's on dialysis." Skull, skull emoji. emoji, which is huh? mind you, the skull <laughs> emoji today means what that like crying emoji, like the crying laughing emoji used to mean. Yeah. For for those who yeah. aren't initiated with what cool emojis are nowadays. <laughs> Right, which I, and I'm and I'll be honest, like I'm not. Yeah. But so this is like weird enough. Um, it's like a super weird thing to say about someone like a stranger that you don't know. Um, but then I didn't read any of the replies to her original tweet because people were like, it was awful. Don't read them. Um, so I was like, you know, I'm just gonna go ahead and not read those replies. But then people were like, quote tweeting her defending me, uh, which was very nice. But <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> 
all of the tweets, every quote tweet that was defending me was like, God forbid a dying <laughs> woman should try to enjoy her last moments on this earth to <laughs> something she loves. You have to understand, I am seeing this at 3 a.m. I like we had not had any previous conversation about it. Like I had no warning no. that this was about to be on my I feed. I didn't know it was I'm happening. Like, Is Ellie dying? What? They were, they were starting to <laughs> gaslight me. All of these comments talking about the fact that you were near death. And, and I was like, I literally, I woke up to this. Yeah. And I, the first thing I had to do this morning was comment back on to, to one of these quote tweets being like, can everyone please stop saying that I'm dying? I am not dying. Well, I get why people would quote tweet that if they're assuming that what that other woman said about you was true, because she definitely like, it, I don't know, not exaggerate, well, kind of did exaggerate the situation because you're not on dialysis and no you aren't like i'm also like fine you're not <laughs> like, gonna I'm die not, like, bedridden if you got covid like, right now no as far as i'm as aware as, yeah. i mean i don't think so i don't think you would. i mean like i'm at as much risk of getting the flu so i get the flu shot yeah and you and like, you didn't get sick when you, know you went I mean? to the taylor swift concert and mind you and i'll say this this might be controversial but if i did <laughs> die at the Taylor Swift concert, then I went out doing what I loved. I would have had no regrets on that one whatsoever. I tried explaining this to my mom a couple hours ago, and she was just horrified. She was absolutely horrified. My my mom was like, what the actual fuck is this? And I was like, mom, I don't even know where to begin on explaining this. But it is like a it's just such a funny thing, especially being like she's on the transplant list. First of all, no, I'm not. I'm part of the NKR and I know you don't even know what the fuck that is. So maybe you should shut your <laughs> mouth. Not to mention this poster is pre-med she's got pre-med in her bio i'm like literally pray for the medical profession because not only would this be like violating all kinds of hipaa but also like you're judging a patient do you know that you have to treat people whether or not they do things you agree with with kindness like yeah yeah and treat them sorry medically yeah is what you meant treat them mm -hmm. medically yeah but also with (laughs) kindness yeah with kindness too it's just such a crazy thing to be like and i want to be a doctor but i'm also going to make no that's so stupid a stranger's medical information on half correct on the internet (laughs) half correct bullshit like i'm gonna make stuff up and then when somebody is like she could just be like living out her last days in happiness she's like i don't be like wow i didn't think of that (laughs) Huh? <laughs> that's not even how she responded. Should- she was like, oh, yeah, that's sad. But even if she did, that doesn't give her a right to like risk, put everyone else's life at risk at the concert. First of all, you're all equal participants <laughs> at said concert. You're not going in there. Let's go ahead and say <laughs> it. There's 75,000 people at the concert, but it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. Oh, my. <laughs> I got that one, by the way, everybody. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate that. Um, um, it just was so funny. And like, what a jarring thing to wake up to, to have the Internet being like, you're dying. Well, and then <laughs> <laughs> most of the comments were supportive. But then when they were supportive, it was because you're dying. Well, some of them were like people who I think follow you and were like, this is none of your business. And that's probably the best response yeah. there could be but then there were also other people who were like wow lol she's so stupid like they're not gonna waste a kidney on her when she's like out there doing all this shit no doctor would recommend for her to like why do you think you know more about her what? medical history than she does why this happens a why lot do you think on twitter you understand uh, it does to lots of people but it's just such an interesting thing to be to be like acting as though you know what the fuck you're talking about like you don't you don't know what you're talking about i am by the way not immunocompromised like when i have a new kidney they put you on anti-rejection medication Mm -hmm. obviously and that uh that does make you immunocompromised especially in the first like three months or so you're very immunocompromised you're not supposed to go on public transit yeah be in big crowds like really you should like stay in as much as you can that is a different situation than what I'm in right now. What I'm in right now is like I'm more high risk, but from anything. If I get a bad cold, it's going to hit me a little harder. You know, yeah. like I'm not like. Also, you've had this your I whole just think life. It's so st- literally, I've had it my whole life. I'm not. I'm not dying. <laughs> if, anybody, if anybody was concerned, well, because I got a couple DMs from people being like, "Are you dying?" Well, I think this is a no. case of someone who's like knows a little bit about medicine because they're just starting out. So they maybe are familiar with one type of kidney disease. And so now they're like making all of these leaps and assumptions based on other ones when like yours is a different like genetic 
type of kidney disease that she's probably not familiar with at all? I mean, look, to be if if I was um, a healthy person and I had 100 percent or whatever kidney function and then tomorrow I went to the function that I have now, that's an entirely different story. That is like there's something imminently wrong with you and you're you are in trouble. Like that's you're you might be fucked Mm -hmm. if you well, if you went from 100 to 14 in a day, like, yeah, you but like this that is not the case of what is happening to me. I have been gradually losing function. You've been at like 20. You know, I've been at 24 for years. But um, I've been gradually losing function. It's a different thing. It's like a completely different situation. But in any case, I definitely know more about my own health and can make uh, informed decisions about my health that you can't make. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a crazy thing to quote tweet that. And it's just such an interesting thing too to like, what, like who are you? What What is the purpose? Like if you want people to think you're a good person, mm-hmm. a way to do that is not by like saying you deserve to die. Because you went to yeah. one concert? Yeah. It's just an interesting thing. I don't really understand people like that. That's- no, and of course, we're always going to be like gentle when we talk about this. But this person was making jokes about the fact that you, in their head, were going to die, are going to die. Like, they think you're going to die and they're like making jokes about right. it. So, And like, they would be like, and she would deserve it, mind yeah, you. Yeah, they would literally say that because you were playing Russian roulette with everybody else at the concert Because you could have gotten them sick. (laughs) I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm not going to get into. Like, am I the person that's am I disabled and going to die or am I an evil person who's spreading disease? Like, I don't really get like where you're coming from here. Like, I'm confused. But in any case, it's nonsense. It doesn't like honestly, you guys like in the grand scheme of my life and like even what I have going on right now today, like this is not really something that I was like thinking about. I just think it's very it funny, kind of funny to like one. <laughs> wake up in the morning and be like, and, and mind you, I'm not dying. I'm not dying. Like what a like it just truly could not have been a crazier well, way to wake up. It's ironic to me because this is exactly why you have not wanted to talk about having any kind <laughs> of issue for the years and years and years that you've had this like. Just a reminder, Ellie didn't even talk to me about her kidney disease until like years into our friendship. And it's because I saw her taking the medication for it. And I was like, oh, is that birth control? And she was like, no, it's for my kidney. And I was like, what? (laughs) Like she does not like talking (laughs) about this shit. I don't like talking about it with anybody. I talk about it a little bit on here. A little this bit more recently. I've talked about it my entire life. Yeah, it's because it's coming it's up. Actually hap- yeah. like, it's, it's sort of a situation where it's like, I can't just get a surgery and have everyone be like, what the fuck? Um, I mean, I could, I guess. A real G's move in silence, like <laughs> lasagna. But um, <laughs> I, I don't like talking about it. I've literally spoken about it on Twitter one time. And then for this person to just announce it, to the world and it's become like discourse and like I don't want to be labeled as a person who's sick like yeah that's I don't live my life like that at all I like take care of myself I take it seriously obviously but like it's not the thing that like I use to define me and it actually makes me so sad for the people I see on the internet who do define their lives by how sick they are, which is not me being like, you can pull yourself up by your bootstraps mm-hmm. and feel better. It's not like that. It's just like I've had my whole life dealing with this condition. I I could just be sad about it or I could do what I can do and live my life. And like, yes, I'm, there are going to be things I miss out on and there are going to be times I'm too tired to do certain things. But fuck it like live your life dude you only get and one there are things, is that really how you want to live yeah, and there are things you don't do and there are things that you won't be able to do because of it it's not like yeah i don't know it was very stupid and then also that fucking doctor making that comment to you two weeks ago i was saying to ellie i feel like the universe <laughs> is like forcing exposure therapy onto her before that everything like happens yeah, yeah, yeah. in like the most brutal way possible <laughs> but and also like in everything i literally do feel like it's such a when it rains it pours thing but like sometimes i do feel like if you won't deal with something the universe literally will be like well we actually are gonna deal with this right yeah. now we're gonna do this in a way that's public and traumatic and you're gonna have to deal with it um i feel like yeah like certain things that have even come up with this breakup certain things that are coming up with my with my health certain things that come up with like what I want to do in my life and my career right. and my finances. Like once. it's all sort of happening at the same time. And 
I feel like it's things I've been avoiding and haven't wanted to think about. And the universe is like, too bad. <laughs> we're going to do this right now. And we're going to make you think it through. Right, And we're going to pull you into like the worst possible position in this so that you have to face <laughs> it instead of letting you just be at like sort of 30% bad in all these areas. We're going to like take you down to zero so that you actually have to work <laughs> on it, which is yeah. probably good. But that doesn't mean it's fun. It's not fun. I'm not having no, fun. Not. I would say I'm I'm having no fun lately. I am not having fun. Yeah, but you're but not crying today. So Yeah. Did I cry today? Cry count. I think I had too much to think about Ellie call today back. to cry. Shouldn't talk call back. Cry count. Yeah, cry count. No crying today, I don't think. I cried yesterday though. Yeah. Oh, but I got my guys huge news. I don't know if I I probably talked about it on here. But, you know, I left my favorite shoes at this man's home. Oh, we d- I don't think we did talk um, about it on here. But we did talk about it Oh, uh, on Zoom together after we recorded, I think. Okay. <laughs> well, I left my favorite shoes at this man's home. And that, mind you, has been distressing. Mm. Like, that has been the thing more than anything that I've thought about and been, like, so upset about because it's my favorite pair of shoes. Um, but finally, um, I-, I have them back. They're in my possession. Wow. They're back. How'd you get them They're back? They're in my home. Well, would you believe this? So there was a whole plot where my my New York friends and then uh, my friend Julianne, who was in L.A., they had this whole plot of like connecting, getting the number (laughs) and like getting the shoes. And he was supposed to meet my friend Julianne in the middle of L.A. to like do the drop off, do the drop of my belongings. (laughs) Well, you had a, it's fine because I have the the shoes. Yeah, I got my shoes you back. You got the shoes. You had a you honestly had a beautiful cake on Valentine's Day. That was like a gorgeous yellow cake. It was gorgeous. Um, yeah, it was delicious. Did it taste ten yeah, out of ten? Cake. Ten out of ten. It tasted really good. It was really really tasty cake. I'm glad you got. Honestly, you earned that. You did deserve that. <laughs> a free cake on Valentine's Day. That's the least they could do. That is the least that they could do is give me a free cake on Valentine's yeah. Day. And it was nice. So clearly I've had a lot going on, okay? I don't need to be harassed by strangers on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I will say like at least in this discourse, you didn't actually do anything wrong. And pretty much everybody who sees it knows that. Like I feel like it's not at, like even though it's about something very personal, that's probably the aspect that sucks the most. But at least it's not like yeah. the stress of, oh my God, I actually like fucked up or like said something really annoying and people are mad at me or annoyed at me because I was actually like really annoying type thing. Yeah, that's worse when you like tweet something and you know it's, it's annoying stupid. and it gets yeah. like on the wrong side and you're like, but I didn't mean it mean yeah. it. I just was like <laughs> tweeting something and now you're taking it like a, an indictment of my characters. Yeah, that's way more annoying. This was like just a little bit funny because I know no and serious shocking. person looks at that. Yeah, it's it, it's seriously shocking to wake up and be like, oh, oh sorry, there's a rumor on Twitter that I'm that I've got mere months. Yeah. Honestly, when we do our little roundup at the huh? end of the year of our favorite like attractions and happenings, this is going to be one for me. <laughs> like I, I can't forget this. When we remember, every time we remember that this happened, it's going to be incredible. <laughs> it's a little funny. It's just a little funny. I, okay. So I don't totally know what happened with the $50,000 shoebox. Are you acquainted mm. with this? I'm, I'm acquainted with this. So there was an essay um, that was published in, I believe, The Cut, yeah, right? It, there were, no, it wasn't. Yeah, it was I think The there Cut. Were a, yeah, I think there were a few The Cut essays Because there were week. a couple essays at the yeah. same time, and I don't know. But in any case, this was an essay, and I, I want to really highlight here that... Okay, no, I'm going to tell you what the essay was about, and then I'm going to explain some key okay. details. So it's about this woman who basically got scammed. She got a call from, like, Amazon, who was, like, the, the feds. Oh. The CIA, the FBI, oh. there's a problem and they need $50,000 from you. And so she went to the bank and she <laughs> took $50,000 out. She put it in a shoebox. She gave it to this car and watched the car drive away. And then after the fact was like, hang on a second. I can't get in contact with the FBI through Amazon. Like, Did not realize. And then she writes this essay where she was like, it could happen to you scamming is possible to happen to anyone and it's like well first of all i don't think that would happen to me right but the interesting thing about the story if that, that's not interesting enough she's the financial 
like reporter for <laughs> like a, a paper like her job is like understanding finance and she like got so fucking scammed oh my god the thing is this is such a fun discourse because well it's low stakes for us and probably for, I, for I us think, <laughs> i think she this could be wrong i saw someone say she's very wealthy no, so she's like related to the Roosevelt, okay. I believe. Comes from yeah. money, lives in like a four million dollar house. Like, okay, very wealthy person, which is also what makes so it it's funnier and also <laughs> is hilarious and is part of why I'm always like, if you come from money, like if you have actual like family generational wealth, I'm better than yeah. you. It's like I just am because I would never, I would never fall for that. Well, okay, because this is one of those things where I usually do agree with it. I usually do agree that like anybody could fall for a cult. Anybody could fall for like a scammer. Mm. But this scam specifically, no, I'm sorry. I'm going to put my foot down and say I wouldn't <laughs> fall for that. Like the ones, um, like the Tindler, Tinder swindler, the Tindler swindler. Sure. I, I believe that could happen yeah. to a lot of people. Someone like gets in a relationship. They start lying to you. They start saying they need money. I mean, a lot of people would send the money in that case. However, Amazon calling you and saying it's the FBI and the CIA and you have no prior relationship with this person <laughs> and they want you to like drop off $50,000 in cash to a car. I I do think most of us wouldn't do that, nor could we. <laughs> First of all, nor could we, but I do feel like most people have the like sort of wherewithal to know that like real life is not a movie. Yeah, that, that, like, yeah. you know, you're never going to actually be asked to be in a situation like that. And if you are, call the police. <laughs> you know, not that they're necessarily going to be able to help you, but at the very least, you could get a little bit of a trail going here. That there's yeah. like, there's something where they could go, that is a scam. We've heard of this. Right. Or yeah. that's not the right number that it should be coming from. That's probably, or we have contacts at the FBI and that person doesn't exist. That's probably one know? of the only things the police actually could help you with. They do keep track of the scams in the area. And good for them. Thanks <laughs> a lot. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I actually didn't know that. I was like making a blind guess. Like, but in any case, like that's what I would do if I wasn't sure, which I would be sure that that was. I wouldn't fake, even answer the not, call. I, it's an unknown I number. Answer, I don't even answer the phone. I, I don't answer if I don't know the number. That's part of it. But then also, like, oh my god. Or, and then also, part of it was like they they were like, you can't tell your husband, and it's like. Mm. That's like number one red flag. What did they say the money I was tell for? My husband. What did they say it was because of? <sighs> I don't. Did they say remember. it was an investment, or did they say it was because of like she was in trouble? No, no, no. It was. That, yeah, there was something. She was in trouble. Something was wrong. And the or FBI needs yeah, personally was... fifty thousand dollars of hers <laughs> in order. And like the FTC or something. <laughs> like there was like multiple government agencies involved, and Amazon was like the conduit. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know at, at what point your brain doesn't go. This is not plausible. Mind you, the CIA you know, sort of like is a, like international issues, isn't it? Like, why would they be involved in this? I don't know. I think the FBI is like central... domestic and the CIA is like oh. foreign intelligence. Interesting. Guys, I'm pretty sure. This is because of a, a recent episode right. of Criminal Minds that I watched where they said that. And I nice. don't think they'd lie to me, but I don't have it in me to Google and make sure right now. <laughs> And so that's just going to be the truth for today. Yeah. And I respect that. Uh, I just, just think it's really funny. Because I, I think, what is it called? Is it the Overton window? Is that what the it's called? The fuck is an Overton window? It's like, <laughs> that might not be the term at all. But it's basically like, whatever the most like simple explanation is, is probably right. the truth. You know, like, it makes so much more sense for that to have been a scam than for it to have been real that I don't know at what point your brain would understand that as being real without being like, huh, this is a little weird. Well, I think it's one of those things that only like someone from a rich family could think because it's like <laughs> a little bit of main character syndrome where you're like, yeah, it something is. absolutely crazy would happen to me. The CIA would want to talk to me. <laughs> Meanwhile, whenever they're like, aren't you worried about the government like watching us on our phones? I'm like, I don't. They don't care about me. Why would they give a fuck about what I'm doing? But yeah. Again, that's why I'm like, I'm just better than you if you have generational wealth because there's something wrong there. There's something missing right in the center right there, you know. And I Googled it. It's a little common sense. And yeah. I was right about the FBI and the CIA because the FBI is the federal bureau of intelligence. Yes, and, and that's true. And the CIA collects information about foreign countries. So why would the CIA be involved? 
queen. I, and I'll be honest. I might have made up that it was the CIA. Oh, I don't know. Well, but it was definitely some kind of government agency. Regardless. I don't know which Ellie one and I though. are going to go on regardless. a tangent that maybe started from a place that wasn't actually true in the story. And, <laughs> and we're going to really focus on that point of it. <laughs> one thing about us is that that is something what we're going to do. You, but yeah, just a crazy week. Did you see my focaccia? I and I did see your focaccia and like let's talk about Can we just it. Let's briefly, have a conversation about briefly it. Briefly talk about my focaccia because you know what I think this is because of I think it's maybe the recession because I'm like I need to learn how to sew clothing. I need to learn how to make bread from scratch. Like I I need to go back to the basics. I need to go back to like block number 1 here. Um but it is really, you guys, such a treat to be making focaccia from scratch because you can just put whatever you want on that baby. And I'll say it, Trader Joe's has a $1.50 pizza dough that you can make focaccia out of but you can do it from scratch and it's way better you can do it it's way better you put some red onion on there you put some baby brie you put some honey drizzled on there you do rosemary of course you do some caramelized red pepper pepper jam oh my god it blew my mind when i tell you i i don't know if i've ever had anything like it ellie I think there is also a little extra something about eating something that you made yourself there really is there really it's like a feeling of um a little bit of accomplishment and I feel like we need that for our mental health in this world like doing a little task that you feel good about whether it's like a craft or cooking or just a hobby like it could be anything like that but it makes you feel like okay I'm a person who has Mm, control in this world and like I can accomplish things and exist and fend for myself well It was really beautiful, and if anybody didn't see it on Michaela's Instagram, I feel sorry for you because it was beautiful. Right, and you can you can check my Twitter. I've got it there too. Uh, people were <laughs> amazed. I'll just say that people people really no. I, I really I really was had their minds blown. Like I really was like so <laughs> impressed. I was like, oh my god, you should go on the Great British Baking Show because they make focaccia. Sometimes. Oh my god, I bet it's good. I need to watch that episode, whatever it is. But I really recommend it, you guys. And if you didn't get the recipe, DM me. I'll send you it. Um, there's one with sourdough starter, but you can also do it with active yeast. So it's free for anybody. Damn. Yeah. Um, yeast is so crazy. It's like a little guy. Who's a little guy? Yeast. Yeast. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's alive. It is. Yeah. That's true. That's important. You have to activate it. It's a little guy. It's just sort of a little, a little fella. Anyways, go on. Sourdough <laughs> is also similarly alive and you can like see it breathing when you've got your starter in the jar and We've got Penny and Penelope. That's my sourdough starters' names. They're so beautiful. Um, Lisa from Blackpink is going to be in season three of The White Lotus. I saw that, and I was really excited for you. If anyone were to stalk my likes on Twitter that week, it was like maybe 400 (laughs) tweets about her being in that show and me liking every single one from every single news outlet (laughs) and person that talked about it. I'm, I'm just thrilled, you guys. Now I have to watch season two. Did you watch? I'm thrilled for you. You know, I never did watch season two. Did you watch season one? People loved it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we're kind of like that sometimes. Like sometimes when it's a super popular show, it's yes. almost sometimes I'm like, eh. like a rebellion in my heart. Like it almost it <laughs> feels like a bigger task to take on to watch it because it's so culturally significant. I'm like, mm, I'm not going to deal with all that right now. I'm just going to watch this silly show. <laughs> Totally. It's why I like never want to watch things while they're popular. It, like actually I have like a resistance to it. I don't know why. It's like so annoying. But I will say I watched um, all the episodes of Love is Blind that are out for oh, this season. Oh my God. I wanted to talk about it, but I was like Ellie isn't going to have watched it because I haven't seen it. I watched it. So, okay. Well, I watched it because I was staying in on Friday night and I was like, well. <laughs> so I've watched every season previously. I'm waiting for their next drop to start because... I like for there to be a lot of them out of the pods before I start it, like a lot of episodes where they're not in the pods anymore. I don't know why. It just like kind of gets me going a little bit better. But I heard this season is so good. I know. I agree. There's like... I'm enjoying it and I don't really enjoy it. Like it's not really my thing. Um, But I think I was really intrigued because on Twitter there was that thing going viral about that girl, one of the contestants that was like, I look like Megan Fox. And then... The guy, Jimmy, it was Chelsea and Jimmy, but um, Jimmy was like, she does not look like Megan Fox. And like their first meeting was really awkward. And so that's like, well, I got to watch the show and see what happens. It did kind of spoil part of it for me. But and may I just whatever. say, I get why. I, obviously, she doesn't look like a twin of Megan Fox, but in certain angles, no, I'm like, she, she does look like, I bet she does get a lot that she looks like Megan Fox. And, and 
she was a flight attendant. She's a flight attendant and she was a flight attendant during like when she said she was started getting it a couple of years ago, probably when she was wearing a mask over her like half of her yeah. face and like her eyes and the, like, her exactly. no- like her eyebrows and her eyes and her nose. She does look like Megan Fox. It's just her jaw. I don't like or, that like, people are making chin. fun of her for saying that. And granted, I haven't seen all the context of like what she's really like yet. So maybe it's because she's well, annoying or something like that. No, she's just insecure. I think she well, we don't have to talk about it because you haven't even seen it. You should watch yeah. it because the next ones come out on Wednesday. Well, so and another girl who had been on the show said that they're usually encouraged to say like what celebrity do people say you look like so I don't think she was just like offering that information to be like I look like Megan Fox by the way I think no he he right, I think that's a conversation that they have a lot and she said I don't see it and I think it's just the eyes and the hair why are people giving she her so that. much shit for that honestly I think it's because she's she's a very like she's I don't know how to say this I think sometimes people are, are meaner to women when they're like not as attractive and like they're trying to like they're putting on air. They they make it like she's putting on air oh, or she like thinks she's hot shit. They think but that like, she's more she confident. Than, that. They think she's more confident than she should yes. be. And so they don't like that. Yes. And they want her to be yes. the amount of confidence she should be. That she should yeah, be. Which that is, is such like a evil. thing. That is such a thing. But I I think that that's that's part of it is they just like really have to tear her down like at like a, a molecular level. There's something in people that's going we have to tell Chelsea that she's an ugly bitch. Right. <laughs> like and she's not like she's a very pretty girl. She doesn't really look like Megan Fox. She doesn't look like Megan Fox, but in certain videos, I was like... No one looks like Megan Fox. In certain videos, I would have also been like, oh, you kind of look like... like, That's probably something I would have said to her. I would have been like, oh, you kind of look like Megan Fox in in some angles. That's really cool. They have features that like are resembling... Whatever. But yeah. I'm so excited to watch it. Um, Well, yeah. Text me the whole time. I have so many Have you watched any previous seasons? Um, I watched the first season and now because I'm out of episodes, I'm like going back and rewatching or watching the other and seasons. Watching the other seasons. Yeah. The only yeah. one that didn't really go off is the like last season, like the most recent one before this current one. I still watched it all, but it only ended up being like two or three couples actually making it through. So it was mm. just kind of like, I don't know, sort of lame. Not as interesting. Yeah. yeah. This one is like good drama. It's interesting. And there was, I'm excited to see what happens. There was a guy who was like heating his Gatorade in a microwave. I was like, I have to see this. Clay. Yeah. Um, did you ever watch the Charlie the Unicorn videos? Of course Charlie, I did. You look so down with your big sad eyes and your big sad frown. I'm gonna edit all of that out. But yeah. I that was so long. That was two full minutes. Well, it was sort of a it was one of those situations where it already went a little too long and then I was like, you know, I'm gonna do the whole Oof. thing because at this point, anyway, I haven't even revisited that in years, but it could never leave my heart. But it's in you always. Yeah, I totally get that. Those videos were really formative. A lot of those videos were so formative. I feel like we we grew up at such an interesting time with the Salad internet. fingers, um, the grape <laughs> lemonade stand, duck at the lemonade stand. <laughs> yeah. What was your biggest one? Did you watch Fred? I didn't watch Fred, I don't think. I maybe watched one I didn't video, watch Fred. but I don't think I ever really got his whole thing. I feel, I feel like I could have told you at th- I mean obviously at that time all those videos but I was in like fifth grade I don't really remember Charlie the Unicorn I remember very vividly yeah. the rest of them if you said an, a word to me I'd be like yes I watched that but I I don't really remember that well yeah I, I if you guys remember like one of those big ones and you want to hit us up to remind us about it please do because it's really memory lane for fun me. Memories. It, it takes <laughs> yeah. me back in a beautiful way. Um, Charlie the Unicorn, yeah. he was so dry. He was so, you know, his sense of humor. Mm. He was so catty, so bitchy, that <laughs> unicorn. And I loved that about him. He was like Bojack Horseman. Oh, wow. We, that's weird. They should do that's, like side by sides. Be like, oh, my God. Wait, is Bojack Horseman based wait, on Charlie the Unicorn? That's sort of a tweet. I'm going to start spreading that rumor since apparently you can kind of like just make stuff up about people. We actually, <laughs> can we all do that? If we're at a party, can we be like, did you know that Bojack Horseman is based on that? Charlie the Unicorn? <laughs> okay, we're starting a rumor, a podcast rumor, podcast rumor, podcast rumor, podcast rumor. <laughs> okay, should we pull over? Yeah, let's pull over. Late Night Drive with Ellie and Michaela is brought to you by BetterHelp. Um, so I love therapy. I have always been a huge advocate for therapy. I've been seeing my therapist for 
gosh, going on six years now. So she's basically like a homie, less of a therapist, more of a pal. Just kidding. She actually is really, really good at her job. And I have benefited immensely from therapy. I literally feel like I wouldn't be the woman that I am today if I didn't have therapy as a resource. I think it's so good to help you work through not only like your daily problems and you know your work issues or your friend issues, your relationship issues, but also like work through things that have been patterns in your life that maybe you've identified but don't really know how to fix or things like phobias, anxieties, things that you feel like you have a lack of control over. Therapy can be really helpful in making you feel like you do actually have control because you have more control than you think that you do but I know that it is not easy for everybody to access therapy and that's why I love today's sponsor BetterHelp because uh, I mean there are states in America even where there's like two therapists that take insurance you know like it's really really important to have access to mental health and not everybody does and BetterHelp makes it super super easy if you're thinking of starting therapy give it a try it is entirely online it's designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge so get it off your chest whatever it is with BetterHelp visit betterhelp.com slash lnd today to get 10% off your first month that's betterhelp h-e-l-p.com slash lnd there are some stories about my mom's life that i truly never get tired of hearing from hilarious to heartfelt tear jerking to plot twisting her retelling of events always brings me joy just in time for mother's day i found the perfect gift that captures all her stories for my family forever it's called Storyworth. StoryWorth helps you preserve precious memories and stories from your mother for years to come. Here's how it works. Each week, StoryWorth emails your loved one a thought-provoking question that you get to help pick. Like, how do you want to be remembered? Or, what was it like when you first learned how to ride a bike? StoryWorth makes the writing process a breeze. All your loved one needs to do is respond to that email with the story. Long or short, it doesn't matter. You'll be emailed a copy of your loved one's response as they're submitted over the course of the year. You'll get to enjoy their retelling of the stories you already knew or be surprised by stories you've never heard before. After a year of fun, StoryWorth compiles your loved one's stories and photos into a beautiful keepsake hardcover book that you'll be able to share and revisit for generations to come. I lost three of my four grandparents by the time I was six years old, so knowing that my future children and grandchildren would be able to get to know my parents on a personal level means everything to me. Families love StoryWorth. That's why it has more than 25,000 five-star reviews on Trustpilot, with millions of stories preserved since they were founded over 10 years ago. Give all the moms in your life a unique, heartfelt gift you'll all cherish for years. StoryWorth. Right now, save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash Ellie. That's storyworth.com slash Ellie to save $10 on your first purchase. We came to a screeching stop. Where are we looking at today? What are we looking at today? Um, well, we're looking at a little statue of a man, mm. a grown man, Six, kind of an old man. 60s. Easily in his 60s. Um, and he's sort of like on his head. Um, he's sort of like in one of those like funky little poses, but he's on his head. Right. Some might call it break dancing, and some might call <laughs> some him might. an absent father. <laughs> <laughs> and you would be right about on both counts. Okay, so can I just start by saying I am mutuals with this girl and she's friends with a lot of our friends, so I am a bit yeah. biased. Yeah. Anyway, so I already trusted her. <laughs> um, and she's like gone viral for really funny reasons already a couple times. Like she made some video that went on Fox News where she was joking and like saying that a man offered to pay for her dinner and the feminism left her body. And she was like kidding, but then Fox News like aired it and they were like, look at this. Like if you just are respectful to women, they won't be feminists anymore. It was very funny. Um, but anyway, she made a video that was like, if you have actually funny trauma, not like not pretend funny but like actually he he ha ha funny trauma let me know mine is that when i was five years old my dad left our family four kids and a wife to go pursue amateur breakdancing and he actually was very good honestly nothing <laughs> she says about him is mean it sort of like makes him seem kind of whimsical 
um, sort of funny. Yeah, like sort of like, well, how, how could we have ever been tied down yeah. anyways? He was just sort of a breakdancing old man. He was a circus man. He had to go out and go, you know, do <laughs> his thing. the circus. The circus was calling. And then he made a 10 minute response video in a bit <laughs> in, in a Bitcoin sweatshirt where half of it is him breakdancing. And this is where well over half. Yeah, this is where I got really pissed off because he just like spews all of these lies that she like later addresses. And he's like, actually, Maddie, I paid millions of dollars in child support. And I get why you would think that I left you. But I was just down the street. I saw you all the time. And she was like, well, no, you weren't. If you were ever down the street, it was maybe for a few months at most. She was like, when I was a child. And then you moved to Florida. <laughs> yeah, she was like, when I was a child, there was like a year at a time that like none of us could get in contact with you. Currently, I have you blocked. You obviously don't know when my birthday is. You didn't spend that much money. He also said that she had like millions of followers. She has 70,000 followers. So if that's like any indication of how he exaggerates to like talk about numbers with how much he paid her. But anyway, he didn't even like say that he was that active in her life. But because of his video of paying all the money, Elon Musk replies and is like, you're awesome, dude. And then all of these other like absent fathers got into the replies and she's getting Just like the shit most now. divorced dads you've ever seen in your life. And those like the Elon Musk divorce dad brigade, like these are not men you want in your replies. No, and divorce is not the same thing as leaving. Like sh there was no split custody. Like he was not around. Yeah. <laughs> and the replies were literally like, she is so lucky to have you. She's just trying to get her five minutes of fame. One day she'll realize how lucky she was. It, it, I can't tell you how much my blood's, but I, I can't help myself. I've replied to tweets about this so many times in the last 24 I've seen hours. It, yeah. <laughs> you've had an active, you've been on a defense crusade. The, the discourse has been like, that's what I was looking at right before I saw the stuff about you. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is this now? What is this now? Leave women alone. Leave women alone. Leave Britney alone. I was like sobbing. Um, yeah, anyway, so she's getting so much shit now. He could have just like left it alone because she could have said way worse. So the fact that he like had to go off and like make it seem like he was this perfect dude, it's just very like classic narcissism and like... I don't know. He was Which even makes sense. You left your family to be a professional breakdancer. Yeah. Like <laughs> we are we know everything we need to know in this scenario. But I do encourage you, if you haven't seen either her video or the response video, it's crazy. I really would watch it just because the ba the breakdancing break is so funny. <laughs> With the Bitcoin like flag in the background next to an American <laughs> flag. <laughs> It, like, is too good. It, like, really could be parody, but it's, like, too good even to be parody. Oh, my God. And then one of the comments, this one really pissed me off. Another guy was like, this sounds like a classic case of parental alienation. Maddie's mom probably turned her against you and, like, has warped her memory about you. So that blah, 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 blah. I was, like, fuming, Ellie, when I was reading these comments. I was so pissed off. They were, like, worshipping him when all he admitted to was, like, he, he admitted to not knowing her birthday. He admitted to, like, not being very active. But I guess because he, like, was saying he spent a lot of money in child support. They were like, you are the most amazing yeah. man that I've ever seen. You're an icon dad. He is dad. the most persecuted man in America. <laughs> <laughs> and Ellie's dying. And I'm dying. Yeah, it's been a big week, you guys. I think Twitter's back in a big way. I think Twitter is I back. I think discourse is back. In a big way. Because let me tell you. It's getting more and more insane. This is what roadside attractions were made for. This is some whimsical yeah. discourse. We've been having some kind of depressing discourse. We've been having some discourse that's like, <laughs> yeah. it's just not really doing it in the same way. But this discourse, it's revitalized me. It's changed me. Um, yeah, it's it's sort of like a big, it's a nice stimulus check to our, our meme economy. Yeah. Know? I do feel really bad for the girl though, Maddie, because you can clearly tell her original video was meant to be like this lighthearted whatever. And now because of his response, it's sort of become this like dark family trauma type thing that she was never intending for it to get into. <laughs> she's like, well, yeah. And she's yeah, like, just sucks. Yeah. And, and then in the comments, there was someone who's like, by the way, I'm going to be out where or we're having a Bitcoin thing in the city where Maddie lives. And then the guy, the dad replies, oh, I'll be out there probably the next few months. I'll ask if she wants to come. And then I reply, well, she has you blocked. So you probably won't get an answer. <laughs> He's like trying to act like they have a relationship. 
That's awesome. If one person is saying we have a great relationship and the other one is saying we don't have a relationship, it's probably the person saying we don't have a relationship who's telling relationship. the truth, I would imagine. Yeah. <sighs> Sometimes. Mostly. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah. Unless it it's depends. like a man in college. <laughs> yes, unless it's a man in college and then the opposite is Then the opposite usually is true. absolutely true. Uh, should we get driving again or did you have any more final thoughts? No, I think we can. We can just, we fueled up. We pointed, we laughed, we went hee hee ha ha. We booed um, a little we bit. We booed a little. We, we practiced some breakdancing moves. I can't do like a cartwheel, mind you. Can you? Um, I previously could. I actually did gymnastics for a bit when I was younger. But now with um, the spine, you can't do it? I wonder. Honestly, I feel like I wouldn't want to risk it. I definitely can't do I, the one where you're on the ground and you, some, like a somersault, I think it's called. Okay. I like the one where you, you crawl do, into a ball and you on the ground yes a somersault yeah i can't do that you could probably do a head like a handstand well i do have great balance i do have great balance and i should practice that the only thing is i'm just like scared of my body hitting an angle that it shouldn't (laughs) yeah but i think you'll know i think your body will tell you no but like if i fell you know know what i mean like if i fell Mm. on my lower back it would be bad Oh my god, I sound like a okay. really old person. I'm like, guys, but aren't we all? <laughs> I'm dying and and you're metal and that's just how it is. One day we'll be 60 and I'm going to have to get a new metal spine and you're going to have to get a new kidney and we're going to be in the and hospital we'll have surgery together. together. <laughs> and they're going to be like, "Who do you think gave you the metal spine?" And then to you they're going to be like, "Who do you think gave you the Who and we're both going to be dead." <laughs> worth it (laughs) okay so our main topic um we both had different thoughts about what this was going to (laughs) be would you like to introduce what you meant yes i would like to introduce what i meant so i actually made a tiktok about this last night Mm -hmm. and you can follow me on tiktok at ellie schnitt i think there might be an Um, underscore (laughs) there might not be. there might be in there somewhere but you'll find me um but i made a tiktok about this last night um because i had Okay, so you know we talk about pain amnesia. We've talked about it with physical pain where, you know, if you give birth, your body afterwards is like, that wasn't so bad because you're, you're, you want to do it. They want you to do it again, mm-hmm. right? Biologically, oh. there's a need to forget how bad pain was because, you know, your body needs you to be able to do certain things again. Mm-hmm. So you forget how bad it was. This happens with a lot of things. But I guess I, I didn't consider how much it happens with emotional pain um, and the ways that your body also couches that and is like, yeah, we're going to just pretend that didn't even happen because I was talking to my therapist last week and I'm fucking crying as I do. And I was just telling her like, I honestly, I have, I just don't know what to do because I've, I've never been this sad before. Like I have never, ever felt like this about a man. I've never been so sad after a breakup. I really don't know what to do about this feeling because I've just never been sad like this before. It's never felt like this before. And my therapist was like, well, (laughs) and I'm I'm actually going to stop you right there because you have felt this way before. I have notes going back five years. Um, With you saying the exact same things. Yeah. I can tell you, you have been this sad before. You just your your body won't store that kind of pain, but yeah. like you have felt it before and you've gotten through it before. But what a stupid stupid little thing that I can't remember how bad it was. So I feel like no, I got over that really quickly. <laughs> I actually got through that so easily. I was fine after two weeks. I was on my game again. Like no, you weren't, and you weren't. You and we've actually we've talked about this even with um. Every month your period comes and you text me some variation (laughs) of it's never hurt this bad before. And I'm like, oh, no, queen, your period has never hurt this. You're like, I don't know what's going on. It's just been so bad like this week. It's never been this bad. I'm like, "Okay, well, we've been having this conversation for years. It's just like a crazy thing because it's like, well, at what point am I supposed to ever be able to like believe that I'll get through this when my body is telling me it's never been this bad before? Right. I feel like that doesn't help in this scenario. I feel like... (laughs) No. I mean, it does make sense because memories are very, you know, untrustworthy. And when pain is fresh, it's obviously going to feel stronger. And I guess that's like, it doesn't feel like an explanation that simple should be the truth but it but it is but it is and 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 i just wanted to bring it up because i think it could be helpful if you're also going through something right now and you're having that feeling of 
I don't know what to do because it's never been this bad before. Like it, prob- it probably has, has. And actually. It's, it's good to hear it from us because I do feel like sometimes when your friend says that to you, it like doesn't help because it com- comes across as like minimizing the pain a little bit sometimes. Yeah. And it depends on how you say it where people are like, well, I honestly didn't need to hear that. Like I didn't need to hear, <laughs> no, you've been this sad before. You've like hurt this much before. Like that's not really helpful, but I feel like it is. Sometimes you just don't want to hear it. It's helpful, but it's it's an interesting thing because I wouldn't have, be- like I probably wouldn't have believed it, you know? Cause it like feels if I had said so, it. Like- <laughs> Yeah, I would have been like, but you don't know how I feel inside. Yeah, yeah. You you don't know. And it's like, well, um, my therapist very much does know because I guess I've said the same monologue to her seven times, you know, about different various men. <laughs> through <it> sobs. <laughs> through so- Literally how interesting to like be with somebody over all those years and you've seen them like go through the same cycle yeah. and truly believe in that moment. And I also think sometimes when you're going through a breakup or you're just dealing with something hard, you're like... <laughs> As silly as it sounds, there's a part of you that's like, no one has ever yeah. been this sad. No one has ever felt like this, even like with grief, um, mm-hmm. with like anything hard that you deal with. I think it's really easy to like almost be like, this cannot yeah. be physically possible that anyone has felt like this because if someone felt like this if people felt the way that I feel right now the whole world would grind to a halt you know you you think that and I think it's it's good to like let yourself feel that way for a bit but I think it's also dangerous to feel that way long term because having that mentality is never going to get you out of it it's going to keep you stuck in it and it's going to make it worse like I get it when I'm complaining about a breakup to a friend the last thing I want to hear is oh my god me too I was so sad when blah 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 happened I was just as sad as you are I was but I was okay like I don't know it feels minimizing it feels like okay that's not really helping me it's not what no, I needed to hear you definitely hear. need to hear like he's evil yeah no this is terrible this is so fucked up I don't know how you deal with it you're so strong you don't deserve this you're, you're handling it so well yeah, exactly and then maybe like after a few weeks things like what your therapist just told you start to be helpful where it's like no you've been through this you've gone through it before like it doesn't take away from the You'll fact through it again. that it was different from other relationships in special and certain ways but your feelings have been here before you know in a different way but just as strong and I think it's good to remember that loving somebody losing somebody grief sadness in that way Mm -hmm. um it's like such a human thing and it does connect you so much with the human experience like it just connects you so much with other people because like it doesn't matter what you're going through like I don't know, but not, it doesn't matter what you're going through. How do I say this? Like, if you're going through a breakup, for example, yeah, if you're going through a breakup and you say to any person on the fucking planet, I'm so sorry, I'm not feeling very well, I'm going through a breakup, Mm -hmm. everyone understands what that feels like. Yeah. And like, you are not alone in that feeling. There is no loneliness at all in that feeling. You're connected to millions of people across the world who are probably also feeling like that right now, you know? Like there is something comforting in that it's not actually a unique feeling and it's not something that no one's felt before and it's not something that you've never felt before. If you let it be. Yeah, yeah. there's comfort in like this is just something humans go through Mm -hmm. and like you have to be willing to go through this in order to like really find what you're looking for. Yeah, so my interpretation of what Ellie was talking about (laughs) when she said this, because she said like sadness amnesia, and I was like, oh my God, yeah, when I've been really sad, I've I've forgotten chunks of time. (laughs) And I thought that's what she was talking about. I don't have much to say on it, but like I remember after Matt died, I noticed like that there were flowers blooming and I was like, that's so weird. I thought it was still the wind. Like, I like, I don't know. Like, I hadn't noticed that anything was budding. Like, it, it just, I felt like months of my life were like missing from my memory. And I feel like that can happen as well. But I feel like for both of those things, journaling can help a little bit. I try when I'm experiencing yeah. something like really, really hard to journal about it because I do feel cognizant of the fact that like I'm gonna need to remind myself I've gotten through this before so it's like helpful and you know we've all experienced it we'll go through our notes app and we'll see like poems we wrote about guys in high school (laughs) or college and we'll be like right when did I feel like that like when did I is this even about who is this about I literally have no idea who this is about and I'm like talking about 
the shapes of his shoulders. I don't know. That's not something I ever said. But I was like, huh? That's not something that I ever said. That does not sound like no, you. No, but I couldn't think of what I... But it was like, you know, it was... It was obnoxious and like corny and like very emotional. And, you know, it's good to remember that, especially at this point in your process of healing. Yeah, I I think like journaling is so helpful when you're dealing with something that's painful. Like it it is to also get it out of your head. Yeah, get it somewhere (laughs) else. And get it on to something else. Like it really is just sometimes all you can do is just get it out because the more it lives in your head the worse it can become right it's just a form of checking in on yourself and like that's the most physical way you can do it but even if it's just talking out loud I'm a huge fan of talking out loud yeah, to myself I talk about out loud stuff. to myself <laughs> I do it all I am my the own time. therapist I'm like what are we going through what are we feeling okay what's behind that feeling like what's the what's the thing causing that feeling and why do we feel that way is there a certain reason that we're so sensitive about that is like what are we so afraid of when it comes to that you know and we we talk we talk to ourselves out loud about that yeah and you, and you gotta you gotta be on that level with yourself you're you are like your own best friend like you're the person that's always gonna be there with you so you gotta be I hope so gotta keep it 100 you know yeah as the kids say and they're do the kids still say that <laughs> keep it 100 i don't know if they do say yeah. that mm. do we know any kids that we could ask i don't know any kids what are, what are we thinking when we say kids is that like preteen, teenager are you thinking yeah, like yeah i feel like kids like teenagers and younger let us know do they still talk yeah. about keeping it 100 those kids <laughs> surely someone is still saying it surely someone is still keeping it 100 <laughs> oh the whole like not knowing what's cool to like say anymore is so so sad but then but like the people that we talk to don't think we're not cool so it doesn't matter what the preteens no. are talking about <laughs> well it's also like sometimes i see on tiktok like um there will be um fashion tiktoks where Someone's like, millennial women, this is why you're aging yourself with your way you dress. And it's like, okay, I don't want to, I'm not a millennial, mind you, but I also don't want to dress like a teenager. Like, I love the trends that the teenagers have, but I don't want to dress like a teenager because I'm 27. Like, I I like some of the trends, but like, I'm not going to be like, I need to be wearing what you're wearing because I would look insane if I was walking around wearing things that 19 year olds wear. Oh my God. The things that I wore when I was in college, I was wearing like these <laughs> denim shorts that were basically underwear. I could, I would not be basically caught dead underwear. wearing that now. First of all, so uncomfortable. Second, not really flattering. Third, like, <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't even look that good. So no. So like, that's the thing. And also trends die and like, you're, you're all going to look dumb one day. You're all like going to look promise. dumb to the next 10 year olds Generation. who come around. Yeah. So sorry yep. to say. Like, whatever. Should we traffic report? We can do a little traffy traff. What do we want the focus to be? <laughs> what are we asking the car? I don't know. I'm like, hey. Me again. Just, <laughs> hey, it's it's me. Hi. Someone had such a good twitch the other day. Like the cards were just on fire. I did like like 15 readings and they were all crazy. Like they were all really accurate of like people I didn't really know. And like they were like just really, really on point readings. So it was really interesting. A woman who's going through a breakup is so in tune with the earth. (laughs) (laughs) I literally was like, oh, it's like going to be warm next week. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm just going to go outside and put my feet on the ground and grow roots and like turn into a tree and be like Spider-Man, but for trees. And then I was like, what the fuck am I talking about? Oh, my God. I'm going to put my feet on the ground and grow roots. That's literally me on shrooms. And you're just like fully I really sober. I said it so seriously. I was like, yes, that's what I'm going to do. Like, huh? You need help. Put that in your script, um, girl. <laughs> I am, by the way, speaking of getting help, um, I'm going back on that young Lexi and Welly B combo. Oh. Because um, I just need a little help. Yeah. I just am not, I'm not doing super well. And I think like just having a little bit of that help, that was the best I ever felt in my goddamn life when I was on those two medications together. She's back on the so, meds, baby, but she's not dying. She's not dying. She's not dying. She's on so many meds, but she's not dying. So what are we asking the universe? Um, are we gonna be okay yeah are we gonna be okay (laughs) 
Yes or no questions don't work as well, oh. but we can see what we got here. Um, Are we going to be okay? Yeah. I think we're going to be okay. But I'd love to see what the universe thinks we need to know in regards to Maybe being the okay. answer will be like what we need to look out for in order to be okay. Yeah. Oh. Thank God. It's the sun. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. That is so cute. I'm sorry. That's adorable. That is like the ultimate you actually are going to be okay. Everything's going to be fine. Um, yeah, the sun is happiness, joy, and hope. <gasps> that was a straightforward so I think we're gonna answer. Be okay. I'm telling you, the cards lately, like they've been listening to me. Oh, my God. That's amazing, Ellie. That literally is mind-blowing. You're incredible. <laughs> I'm incredible. Um, also, huge news <gasps> for the community. Huge news. Huge news. We have a new birthday pig. A new birthday pig just dropped. <gasps> Woohoo! So their name is Biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout out Biscuits. Listen. If you want us to call you something else. Right, Biscuits. It's totally up to you. This is the name it's giving us. Um. We'll call you whatever. We're happy to call you We're biscuits. happy to call you biscuits. We would love to call you biscuits. Throw it in there. Um, I love biscuits. So it really works out love well. Biscuits. But again, if yeah. that was just something you put in there and it's not your name. If it is your name, totally cool. Um, but if it's not and you want to. <laughs> you want to be. If you want to be called something else, just tell us your preferred yeah, just name. Just DM us. But so, yeah. So, shout out to our birthday pigs, huh? Yeah. Curtis, Katie, Maya, Nathan, Flower Pig, Georgia, Zachary, Biscuit. Biscuit. Well, that's such a good name to put in there. Such a good name. Um, If you also want to be a birthday pig, you can join our Patreon. That is the $50 a month tier, but you don't have to do that. You are more than welcome to support us at any level you feel comfortable. Um, And we ha- are happy to have you. We do bonus episodes on there. There's a lot of extra content on there. We do yeah. newsletters. We do little videos. We do anytime we have like a video episode, it's going to be on there um and yeah we would love to have you patreon.com slash late night drive pod and if you have any questions you want us to answer if you have any answers to questions we posed in this episode or experiences that are similar that you'd like for us to talk about you can dm us on late night drive pod on instagram we love to hear from you guys there and we love interacting with you there and you know we haven't asked this of you in a while but if you'd like to give us a five-star review hey Hit us up on Apple hey. or Spotify and give us that five-star review. If it's anything less, mind your business. Um, <laughs> your opinion is valid. Just don't speak on it. And yeah. Yeah. We love you guys so, 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 so much. As always, have a good day. Have a good night wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Hope it's a great one. We will catch you on our very next drive. Thank you for coming to Linda Drive. We hope you enjoy the drive. Mm-hmm.